The Westminster Confession of Faith was first published in 1646. It was the result of the hard work done by a group of men called the Westminster Divines. Their goal was to outline what they believed the Scriptures principally taught. And it has been said that the Church of Christ cannot be creedless and live. Thankfully, the Westminster Confession of Faith has been the creed of the Reformed Church for almost 400 years. This podcast seeks to point you to Christ, to help you navigate the Westminster Confession of Faith, and to see you understand what you believe and why you believe it. Welcome to This We Confess. The Westminster Confession of Faith, Chapter 11, of Justification, Paragraphs 2 and 3. Faith, thus receiving and resting on Christ and his righteousness, is the alone instrument of justification. Yet it is not alone in the person justified, but is ever accompanied with all other saving graces, and is no dead faith, but worketh by love. Paragraph 3. Christ, by his obedience and death, did fully discharge the debt of all those that are thus justified, and did make a proper, real, and full satisfaction to his Father's justice in their behalf. Yet, inasmuch as he was given by the Father for them, and his obedience and satisfaction accepted in their stead, and both freely, not for anything in them, their justification is only of free grace." that both the exact justice and rich grace of God might be glorified in the justification of sinners. As we begin our look today at chapter 11 and paragraph 2 of the Westminster Confession of Faith, it can be summed up very simply, that we are declared righteous by God, we are justified by faith alone. However, that faith is never alone. Last time out, we heard what justification is not. We are not justified by an infusion of righteousness, by some medicinal substance that works its way through us with which we cooperate. We are not saved by our works. We are not saved because God has imputed or credited to our account faith. We are not saved by our act of believing or by any other evangelical obedience. We are not saved by anything in us or worked by us. We are saved by faith, which is itself a gift of God, and it all depends on God's free grace alone. Faith, thus receiving and resting on Christ and his righteousness, is the alone instrument of justification, according to the Westminster Divines. We read this in the scriptures. In John chapter 1 and verse 12, we read, To all who did receive Jesus, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We see here our faith placed in Christ at receiving and resting in him. And anyone who has exercised this faith has been given the right to become children of God. Romans 3 and verse 28 says, We hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. So our faith is not accompanied by works of the law. 
Works of the law add nothing to our justification. They add nothing to our faith. We receive and rest in Christ alone by faith. And therefore we are declared righteous in God's sight. He justifies us. And in Romans 5 and verse 1, Paul underlines this teaching again. He says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. The apostle could not be any more clear. We are justified by faith, and that faith stands alone. Again, faith is a receiving and resting on Christ and his righteousness. It looks away from self, and it looks onto Jesus. This saving faith, which is a gift of God, is the alone instrument of justification. As we receive and rest on Christ and his righteousness, we are declared righteous by the Lord God Almighty. He imputes Christ's righteousness to our account. However, just as we are saved by faith alone, faith is never alone. And it is this point that completes paragraph 2. Yet this faith is not alone in the person justified, but is ever accompanied with all other saving graces, and is no dead faith, but worketh by love. The Westminster Divines tell us that we are justified, we are saved by faith alone. But this faith is accompanied with all other saving graces. As we are saved, as we are sanctified, as the Holy Spirit works in us, he produces fruit in us. As Paul writes in Galatians 5 and verse 22 to 24, our faith will be accompanied by the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And that fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and our desires. Saving faith will be accompanied by these other saving graces. Although it is not kindness that saves us or self-control that saves us, it is our faith standing alone which saves us. However, that saving faith is accompanied by the work of the Holy Spirit in us, producing these wonderful saving graces in our lives. Faith is also accompanied by works. Once more, we stress and underline that we are not saved by our works. We are not declared righteous by our works. But saving faith, a receiving and resting in Christ, will see fruit worked in us by the Holy Spirit, other saving graces, and that will play itself out in good works. James in James chapter 2 verses 17, 22 and 26 speaks to this issue. He writes, Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. And Paul writing in Galatians 5 and verse 6 says that in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. And so the Christian life is marked by a receiving and resting in Christ. It is this saving faith alone which sees us declared righteous by God, which sees us justified. However, this saving faith is never alone in the justified believer. 
that saving faith is always accompanied by other saving graces, we can expect to grow more like Christ in this life, and that saving faith is not a dead faith, but works by love. Every single day we will do good works to the glory of God alone. Every single day we will love our neighbour. Every single day we will bend the knee before the throne of grace and pray for our loved ones who do not know Christ. Every single day we will work for the extension of Christ's kingdom. It is as Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. These good works will always accompany saving faith, which is alone the instrument of justification. So faith stands alone as the instrument of our justification, but it is always accompanied by obedience. It is always accompanied by works and the Holy Spirit sanctifying us and making us more like Christ. However, what if our progress in sanctification causes us to despair? You've listened to this podcast today and immediately you're thinking about how you don't see much evidence of the fruit of the Holy Spirit in your life. Maybe it has been a while since you've shared the gospel. Maybe you examine yourself and wonder where all the evidence of this saving faith actually is. Well, if we have ever considered those things and despaired at those things, then paragraph 3 speaks tenderly to us. It begins by telling us that Christ, by his obedience and death, did fully discharge the debt of all those that are justified and did make a proper, real and full satisfaction to his Father's justice on our behalf. Therefore today, if we are tempted to despair by a lack of evidence in our sanctification, then Christ, by his obedience and death, has fully discharged your debt. We are justified. Christ's sacrifice was proper, it was real, and he fully satisfied God's justice on our behalf. This is an incredible statement, and one that is certainly worth remembering, especially for those days where we look in the mirror and do not like what we see. Paul tells us in Romans 5 and verses 8 to 10 and then verse 19, God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous." This is an incredible gospel-saturated passage. We are told here that Christ did not die for us when we reached a level of goodness. Christ did not die for us when we somehow got ourselves halfway to justification. God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of Christ. Jesus' sacrifice at Calvary did fully discharge the debt of all those who are thus justified. And so to all my fellow believers today, because we have received Christ by faith, the progress of our sanctification may seem to us to be poor, but Christ has fully discharged our debt. 
His sacrifice was proper, real, and it fully satisfied God's justice on our behalf. We are saved. We have been declared righteous once and for all. We once were God's enemies, but have now been reconciled by the death of Christ. We once were in Adam, and therefore sinners, by the one man's disobedience. But by the one man's obedience, that is Christ, we, the many, have been made righteous. This is good news, especially for sinners struggling to see the evidence of their saving faith worked out. Jesus is our mediator, the one mediator between God and man. Paul tells us that in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 and 6. This same Jesus gave himself as a ransom for all. He has paid the price. And in Hebrews 10, verse 10 and 14, the apostle writes, We have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. For by a single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. Here, Paul speaks words of encouragement to us. We have already been declared righteous. Yes, it is true to say that sanctification is a progressive work. We will never fully be made perfect until glory comes. But there is a truth today to say that we have already been sanctified through our faith in Christ. His obedience is declared to be our obedience. His perfect righteousness has been credited to our account. His holiness is our holiness. We have been sanctified through Christ. By his single offering, he has perfected us for all time, even though we are currently still being sanctified. The prophet Daniel saw a day that Christ would come. And he says in Daniel chapter 9 and verse 24, that the Savior would come to put an end to sin, to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal both vision and prophet, and to anoint a most holy place. Christ has done this, and he is the one that the prophet Isaiah spoke of in Isaiah 53. He has borne our griefs, he has carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities, Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. It was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring. He shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Christ's obedience and death has fully discharged the debt of all those who are justified. And Christ's sacrifice was proper, real, and offered full satisfaction to his Father's justice on our behalf. These words of the Westminster Divines, echoing the plain teaching of Scripture, bring assurance to the weak-hearted Christian who thinks that they have not done enough. Faith is the alone instrument of justification. 
It will always be accompanied by other saving graces. You will do good works to the glory of God alone. However, when you despair and are tempted by the evil one to think that you have somehow lost your justification, not that that is possible, then we can look to these passages and rejoice. Our faith receives and rests on Christ and his righteousness alone, not our own imperfect works, not our own imperfect sanctification, but in Christ. Christ has fully discharged our debt and Christ's sacrifice was proper, real and offered full satisfaction to God the Father's justice on our behalf. If we're still struggling to believe this wonderful truth, the Westminster Divines continue in paragraph 3. They tell us that Christ was given up by the Father for us. Romans 8 and verse 32 says exactly that. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? God is for us, my brothers and sisters. He is not against us. We have received Christ by faith. We have been declared righteous. We are justified in God's sight. And therefore, how will he not also with Christ graciously give us all things? You see, Christ's obedience and satisfaction has been accepted in our stead. This is what the divines say in the very next sentence. And so we need to free ourselves from any notion that somehow it is our obedience that satisfies God. It is somehow our obedience that keeps us within the covenant people of God. No, it is Christ's obedience and satisfaction that has been accepted in our place. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 21, For our sake God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And at the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ, a voice from heaven declared in Matthew 3 and verse 17, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And Paul writes in Ephesians 5 and verse 2, that we are to walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. If these verses are true, and they surely are, then if God is well pleased with his Son, then because we are in his Son by faith, God is well pleased with us. And if Christ gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God, which is pleasing and acceptable to the Father, then we can with confidence today bow the knee before the Father, knowing that we are accepted, not by our works, but by our faith, by our receiving and resting in Christ. The Westminster Divines continue in this manner and tell us something extraordinary. They've told us it before, but they tell us it again. And I pray indeed that it would take deep root within our souls. Because all of this, they say, is not for anything in us. Their justification is only of free grace. We talked about this last week, but it bears repeating. Our justification is only of free grace. One more time for those at the back. Our justification is only of free grace. God has not declared us righteous because of our works, either done before salvation or done after salvation. We have been declared righteous by faith alone, by receiving and resting in Christ alone. And it is Christ's obedience and Christ's work 
which has satisfied God's demands. All of this is by God's free grace. All of this is because he loved us before the foundation of the earth. Paul says in Romans 3 and verse 24, we are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And Paul says in Ephesians 1 and 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. My brothers and sisters, we will never fully be able to understand the riches of God's grace. Why is it that he loves sinful wretches like us, sinful from the day we were conceived and sinful even to this day? And you and I know what the Christian life is like. It isn't always full of evangelism and prayer and all of these other wonderful virtues that accompany faith. You and I know that we are still wretched men and women, still wrestling with the body of death, still succumbing to the temptations of the flesh. And yet, as we read here, our standing with God depends not on our imperfect obedience, but our faith in Christ. It is all of grace that we have been saved, according to the riches of God's grace. I trust today that you will hear this and that you will know and understand again the riches of God's love for you. And the amazing thing about Christ's sacrifice is underlined for us as this third paragraph comes to a close. Because Christ's sacrifice has meant that both the exact justice and rich grace of God might be glorified in the justification of sinners. It is this that Paul speaks of in Romans 3 and verse 26. God is both just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Christ. We cannot declare that God is unfair. He certainly is not. He is just. The sins of his people have been punished. The wrath of God was poured out upon the Lamb of God, the Son of God, Jesus. God's justice has been done. But because of Christ, God can also be the justifier of the one who trusts in Jesus. Jesus is the perfect one who has kept the law perfectly, actively, passively on our behalf. His sacrifice is enough. It has fully satisfied the demands of God. And so all who trust in him are justified, declared righteous, and have Christ's righteousness credited to them. So in the sacrifice of Christ, we see that the exact justice of God has been paid. And also, the rich grace of God is poured out upon sinners who do not deserve it. God is both just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. And all of this is so that God will be glorified in the justification of sinners. Paul tells us in Ephesians 2 and verse 7 that we have been saved. And so that in the coming ages, God will show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. These paragraphs are wonderful. They speak further about our justification, but it is not merely an exercise in head knowledge, understanding what God has done. So perhaps we can impress our friends over dinner and show them just how much we know about God's word. If this does not make its way down into your heart, if this passage today, if these wonderful verses and this teaching of the Westminster Divines don't cause you to rejoice, then you've been doing this podcast all wrong. 
This is good news for sinners like us. This is good news for weary Christians that that struggle to keep going and wonder even if our journey has ever actually started. God is for us. We have received Christ by faith, and that faith is the alone instrument of justification. However, he will grow us up. He will make us more like Christ. We will see evidence of our faith worked out throughout our lives. And when we doubt it, when we wonder, when we despair, we lift our eyes to Christ and remember that it is by his obedience and death that our debt has been fully discharged. His sacrifice was proper, real and full. God's justice has been satisfied on our behalf and it is no wonder that the church for many years now has delighted in singing, in Christ alone our hope is found. Here are six questions for you to consider. Question one, what is the sole instrument of our justification? Question two, give a definition of faith. Question three. Faith is the sole instrument of our justification, but what accompanies our faith? Question four. How is Christ's sacrifice described in the opening sentence of paragraph three? Question five. What do you understand by the phrase, we are sanctified and we are being sanctified? And question six, how can God be both just and the justifier of the one who trusts in Christ? That's all for today. As always, my name is Scott Woodburn, and until next time, this we confess. (laughs) 